Something Something Dragons, episode 13, Writing on the Wall. Greetings and welcome to the Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our live play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path for the first edition of Pathfinder from Paizo Publishing. I am your host and Game Master, Aaron, and with me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello. 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 Hi. How's everybody doing? How, how are we all today? Pretty good. Very tired, but I missed the after party, but but other than that, okay. Doing pretty good. Well, when last we saw our heroes, everyone had after making baseless accusations against the poor innocent Gibbs Hephaenus. Oh crap. He was innocent. I don't think he's innocent. Don't have enough proof. It's kinda sus. After making baseless accusations against Gibbs, you had made your way back over to Lorimore, to the Lorimore household. Um, you had all been gotten dinner started. Kendra had retired back up to her room. And we had an interrogation of sorts among the party, again, where Eklund confessed that he has a crush on Talia. And <laughs> we, we left the last episode with Eklund saying, it's you, and Blue saying, I, I, I don't know how Talia is going to respond to that. So I was like, well, we'll give you a, we'll give you a week to think about it. it will be so I think that's the perfect place to start as soon as uh, I get our background sound effects playing, provided once again by Tabletop Audio. Yeah, everyone is gathered in the sitting room with that awkward statement hanging in the air over them. So, quick thing for the behind the scenes of Blue here. <laughs> I didn't plan anything. <laughs> been like, how is she gonna react? And I just kind of gone with the. I don't know. We'll figure this out in character. <laughs> well, figure it out. I know. <laughs> Eklund, by the way, it literally like has his face buried in Zark when now he's got her like all the way around, <laughs> just like, no, I'm not moving and I'm not looking up, and he just goes, yeah, it's you. <laughs> yellow laughing. <laughs> now, is that yellow laughing or is that Alyris laughing? Uh, kind of both, really. Okay. This is a bit of a funny predicament we've gotten ourselves into. Oh yeah, because Alyris knows. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Azotha is also laughing at you guys. Eating the popcorn, which mysteriously appeared thanks to the <laughs> invisible serpent. Yes. Or servant. Not Invisible Serpent. Yeah. That would be an entirely different spell. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, alright. Now I want that. I want I want a, a spell that creates an Invisible Serpent. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> to Nagashi Invisible Serpent. Yeah, basically. Uh, alright. So yeah, Talia's got this, like, mix of, like, confused, concern, and she doesn't know what else. I don't even know what this is. It's just kind of really the look on her face where, because Eklund isn't looking, you know, she's kind of just like, what, what? Oh no, he doesn't know. 
Would this be a bad time to offer some bread? Oh, uh, yeah, it would. Oh. Well, I'll offer some anyway if anyone's interested. I'll have some bread. Alright. It's um, obvious now that Eklund is trying not to cry. Aww. You, you can tell that he's not, like, sad or anything. He's just thinking of how stupid he is. Like, he's just like, why did I say that? Oh. I'm sorry? He goes, it's not your fault. It's gonna be when I actually say it. Zatha kind of, like, her eyes dart around. Sh should I leave? No, please stay here. Please stay. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm, I'll I'll just be back here then. He kind of continues to eat her popcorn. Alright, out of character, I'm just realizing that Eklund, there's one dude and three girls in the room. So Eklund just, I'm realizing how outnumbered he must feel. Just like... <laughs> uh, I mean, at least when you guys are hanging with Anton and Luther, they're both guys. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> Eklund, <laughs> they just find Eklund, they just find Eklund, like, crying in Anta's arms, like, she's, like... <laughs> well, uh, so, um, oh god, how do I uh, put this lightly? You weren't here, but as we were catching up, I explained to the other two that you, they've been chilling with a group of gnomes, and, uh, there's this, um, one I, uh, I, I really, really, like, it's a way I haven't thought about almost any other person before. And I think this is the emotion you're feeling for me. Ooh. Which I don't think I can return. Hey, um, can I just uh, say something real quick here? Yes, please. So, uh, Eklund, buddy. Um, I don't want to be too rough and upfront, but I think what she's trying to say is that she's not interested. And, like, this doesn't have to be weird or anything. Just, like, let's get that out of the way or something and just move on, you know? I, um, it's no big I, deal. There's a very annoyed Rawr! as Eklund um, attempts to bury his face in Zarkwin a bit too hard. Oh. Uh, was, that, was that harsh? Yes, it was! I'm sorry, I've never dealt with this before. Sorry. He just, uh, he just gulps a few times and then just goes, I need to go for a walk and storms out of the house. Make sure you come back. I'll be fine. If he doesn't come back, we're going to be known to the sheriff for lying. We don't want that. Oh. He's somewhere, he's somewhere off of, I'm, I'm assuming he's somewhere off of the map, but I'm just putting him outside the front door. That's fine. Is there a better way I could have worded that? I messed up, didn't I? Oh no, I'm pretty sure that was me. Hmm. Yeah, my people skills aren't usually very good when it comes to this sort of thing. Sorry. Oh, this, this this isn't my my fault, right? Like, this is an emotion. You can't force an emotion, right? Yeah, it's it's That's not, not your, fault. your fault. Right? Would, would you would you like some consolation bread? It's what I do when I'm upset. I eat bread. I mean, the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. Her, her heart, she's like shaking a little bit because now she feels bad. Aww. Talia. Though, she ain't flying anymore, I assure you that. And you guys can tell, when she is a saddened, she doesn't fly. Talia, do you need a hug? Yeah. Aww. I could use that. It, it's, it's, it's gonna be alright, okay? It's, it's not a big deal. I feel like it is! 
I'm on this little place on the map where I've got most of the room gone, but I just see, like, can I give him a hug? Yes, and then Alyris' token just jumps down the screen next to Talia's. <laughs> <laughs> Look, though, we shouldn't let this get in the way of, you know, what we're, you know, doing with the whole, I don't know, what are we doing? But whatever we're doing, it shouldn't let us distract us. Researching the prison and stuff, because half the professor... Just up. I want to mention that Eklund is going, after a minute, like, even though they can't see him anymore, to anyone observing, it would be clear that he's going to the Laughing Demon. Okay. We will pick up with Eklund shortly, then. I messed up. I feel like I messed up. Although, I don't know now if it's the best choice to send this letter. Letter. She's been carrying a letter for the longest time, because it's still only been one day. Yep. He wrote a letter this morning. I was gonna write to the group I was with because I told them a place to basically, hey, stay here for a little bit. I should be back soonish. If I, and then I can meet back up with you guys. Um, and I was gonna send it to a few of them because after the funeral, I just I wanted to see some of them again, and um, including her. But um, I don't That's know. Cool. Might not be the best to bring my brush here. But I'm also just mentioning that Eklund doesn't know it's a girl yet. You never mentioned that. I never did. I realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the best option to bring my uh, my crush here. You know? But no, I want to see her. I'm going to do it. I'm pretty sure I mentioned to them it's a her. You did. Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm going to go to bed and I'll see you guys in the morning. Okay. Alright, well, good night. She walks off. Oh. He feels bad, guys. What does Eklund plan to do for the night? I mean, obviously you're going to the Laughing Demon. I'm assuming you plan to have several drinks. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eklund's plan for the night is just... Go to the Laughing Demon, get hungover, probably sleep behind the bar. Like, he he's... Basically, the, the, the thing that he's been carrying since the v episode one has just been snuffed out like a torch dipped in water. Okay. Oh, one. So, the Laughing Demon, you know, it is it is a tavern. It's not really an inn, but it is not uncommon for people to sleep in the common room of the tavern. Okay. We'll probably spend the night there then. We'll just pass out. Okay. So, between your drinks and sleeping in the common room, uh, just take one gold off of your, out of okay. your ledger. I'm also going to mention that at the moment, Eklund is, like, he goes to the back table where they met with uh, Anton and Luther, like, at this half-baked hope that two dudes can show up. Okay. I mean, although he knows they're together, so they're not exactly the ones where he could just be like, She doesn't love me! <laughs> You're probably just talking to strangers drunkenly. All right. Before everyone goes to sleep for the night. Oh no. I need to ask the party, what are your various will saves? I'm going to make a roll to determine whether or not something happens, and I need to know oh, your no. various will saves. I have in my hands four dice, uh, which actually are color-coded to match your your nicknames. So well, Of course they are. Oh, nice. I'm so scared. Oh no. What are you going to do with I us? I have a plus four to my will save. All right, which so I don't know how. Plus four for Talia. What's Eklund's will save? Uh, 11. 
no, no, no. I'm going to roll. I just need to know what your bonus is. Sorry. Plus three. Oops, I clicked it again. Come on. (laughs) That was a good roll, though. That was a good roll. All right, so three for Eklund, four for Talia. Aliris? Oh, yeah, that's zero. Okay. God. And Azatha? Um, It's three. Okay. As you're going to bed, we're going to start with Illyris. Oh no. Oh. I'm so scared. Oh no. We all are. The GM doesn't just ask you, hey, what's your guys' will save bonus? For no reason. So Illyris, you are in your room. You're getting ready for bed. Where is my room? Nowhere. I don't, I mean, pick a room up on the upper, on the second floor. It doesn't really matter though for the purposes of- this one. You can get that one. I think last night we, yeah, you were in that one, right? That is, that she is currently pinging on the map. I think Azaka was in this one and I was in this one. Yeah, that is correct. So as you're uh, preparing for bed, you know, you're, you're, you're changing out of your armor and, you know, putting your fancy cloak aside and all of those things. Um, I'm assuming that you sleep in a humanoid form as opposed to just turning into a fox and curling up on a rug. Usually, yeah. So, you know, you're, you're, you're getting ready for, for bed, and you look out the window, and you notice something rather unnerving. The window is now barred. Oh, that's concerning. It's very concerning. Silently panicking. All of us are. What do you do? Um, I mean, I probably didn't notice them last night. I was tired. I probably won't think anything of it. Okay. When you turn back to look at your bed, you notice that the bed is now missing. Okay, that's not normal. Instead, what you see on the ground is a pile of moldy straw. What? Oh no. Oh no. I know what's going on. I'm so scared. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh my god, that's it? Alright, hush quiet from the peanut gallery. I'm gonna mute you all. What is going on? The bed is a moldy pile of straw. What do you do? I don't know. She would probably just stand there and look at it in confusion. Okay. Um, give me a perception check. Alright, I just gotta open up my character sheet again. Oh, Red, red freaking out. Stop panicking, <laughs> Red. Oh no. Get out of breath. See, so perception? Yes. Okay. You also notice that the door to your room is a heavy wooden door that also appears to be barred. This is not good. You also notice that none of your possessions are in the room with you. What's happening? Like your 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 armor, your sword, your cloak, none of them are in the room. Oh. Can I just scream? Absolutely, you can scream. I mean, you're a fox. That should be, like, second nature. Uh, yeah. So you scream. And as you scream, you notice above your, well, bed, where or where the bed was, you see something forming on the wall in blood. The Chamber of Secrets has been opened. No, it's a letter E. E! <laughs> As you continue to scream, another letter starts to form. 
Let's stop screaming then. It's an L. Oh, oh, oh my oh. god, no! Oh. I hate this. Oh. Lyris would probably start just kind of doing this panicky kind of just like laugh. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm imagining her grooming herself. I'm imagining her like 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 a fox, like just leaning down, like licking her leg, like stuck between <laughs> not really sure what to do. A Y <laughs> so like I said, a Y starts to form. Okay, hey, this is my name. I know those words. Uh-huh. Then an R. Outside of your door, you start hearing Oh god. And then an eye appears over the over them. And then the door starts to shake. As an S appears over the bed. And you wake up uh, in your bed. Oh. We chose the horror campaign, y'all! That was unsettling. You look around, and the bed is the nice, comfortable bed that you slept in the previous night. There are no bars on the window. Your stuff is piled into the corner where it belongs. I think I will eat some bread. Okay. So as you... You know, go, you get up out of the bed to go to your cloak to grab some bread. You do notice, however, that those letters are still in blood over your bed. Oh, weird. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's weird. Azatha. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Not oh, me, no. too. And, and I'm the one in the Roll20 chat right now making a ton of conspiracy theories, so haha, <laughs> that's fun. We've all, we've all been saying, calm. <laughs> Alright, nothing weird happens overnight. Uh, you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, everything is fine, you, uh, you get dressed, mm -hmm. you do your meditation so you can prepare spells for the day. Wait, wait, didn't you say, like, something about sorcerers don't have to prepare spells? Um, so they don't need to, like, check a spell book, but I believe they do still need to, like, meditate. Oh. oh okay. Oh, cool, cool. So you meditate so that your magic is focused and ready to get you going again. As you get ready to head downstairs, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you wearing your hat? No. Okay. So you, uh, you, you get up, you make your way downstairs, and as you go down the stairs, <laughs> down in the kind of dining room slash breakfast nook where you guys had been, you know, where you guys had breakfast the day before, uh, you smell that food is already there and is prepared. Although it smells different. It doesn't smell like the bacon and pastries and eggs that uh, Kendra had prepared for you yesterday. Mm. Instead, it smells heavily spiced, but mostly meat-focused. Yeah, there's just lots of rich, meaty aromas coming from the, the dining room. Ooh. And as you come down the stairs, the first thing that you see is a Nagaji. What? <laughs> a Nagaji wearing Alaris's cloak. I love how you said that. Oh my <laughs> Just hold on while I panic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the Nagaji looks over at you, 
and says, You want some bread? It is at this point, you also notice that also downstairs, there is a winged serpent that's about three feet in length that is buzzing around the uh, the breakfast room, who also notices you come downstairs, and it looks over at you and says, A large, dark green Nagaji with gemstone eyes slams his way through the downstairs doors, completely hungover, and blacks out on the ground. (laughs) Zatha, as, like, she sees the apparently theorist Nagaji, she, like, freezes, her eyes widen, and as everybody else comes, she starts to panic uh, a lot, <laughs> like I have been. And she says, G- guys, got guys, this what? Uh, I have a quick question, Zatha. Zatha, what's wrong? You, you look a little bit disturbed. You're, 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 you're like me now, though, but l- look at yourselves. Can you not see that? Uh, Azafa, I have a question for you. What? Do you really intend to keep walking around like that without your hat on? Oh! Oh, she kind of like pats her head where her hat usually is. This is but, well, I, we, it was just us in here, right? Like, I don't need to. Then now you guys are, you, the, the, you're not Nagaji. It, it's a bit disturbing. Just put, put on your hat. What? Why? This isn't like you. Yeah. Uh, Azatha, as you are talking and gesturing, you notice that your hand, as, you know, looking through your eyes, is kind of a smooth and doesn't appear to be covered in scales. Um, I kind of freeze again and poke at myself, kind of look myself over. You're human. Gonna put what? that on, or...? In the depths of the Nine Hells is happening. Are you gonna put on the hat? Are you okay? Did, what? I'm, I'm a human! How is... My hat doesn't do that! My hat does the opposite thing! And I'm not like a... I kind of poke myself again. A, a real human. Zotha, are you feeling okay? I, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm Wait, hold on. Hold on. Um, do I look like what I look like with my hat on? You do. Or is so it like just... a different random form? You you look like you would appear normally when you're wearing the hat. Okay, cool. Um, I'm just gonna go. I I I I I need a moment, guys, and I rush upstairs, grab my hat, and then um. I slowly wa- walk back downstairs, and I kind of eye them all suspiciously, and I Is slowly put my hat on and watching them very intently as I put it on. As you put your hat on, all of your friends start to melt away. Oh god. And you then wake up in your bed screaming. <laughs> uh... 
I jump out of bed. You also hear myself. screaming coming from Alyris's room. Um, so I jump out of bed. First things first, I look at myself. You look like you, your normal self. Okay, I'm gonna run out of my room, go to Lyris's room, and, uh, slam the door open. Okay, you throw her door open, and she is screaming in bed, and there is her name written in blood on the, uh, on the wall behind, above her bed. What happened? I don't know! Did you, like, ever, did everybody turn into a snake? Would everybody else hear this happening? I was gonna say, Talia hears this. Eklund is sleeping in the inn right now, so Eklund does not, but Talia would would yeah. hear it. He's passed out upside down on a bar stool. I don't like this. What's going on, guys? Guys, I why are you screaming in the middle of the- Oh, God! <laughs> well, what? Uh, what, what, what is it? What's going on? I don't know, I just- Well, I thought I woke up earlier. And it was shaking, and then there were the noises. And I don't know what's going on. And- Calm down. You guys are screaming. I feel like Kendra's probably gonna be on our way. Should I not be screaming? Kendra also appears in the doorway wearing a nightgown. What is going on? I don't know. I dramatically gesture at the blood. Oh. I, I hear screaming in the middle of the night. I come looking over here. They're screaming at each other. I don't know. No, Where yelling. does that come from? I don't know. I just got here. All right, all right. Alaris, you don't want to sleep in your room, I guess, do you? Oh, I don't like this. Alaris, it's probably best if we don't try to discuss this when we're still tired, and when only part of the party is here. Alaris, do you want to come sleep in my room for the night? Uh, sure, I guess. Okay. I, why not? Do you, have a, do you want to join? We could have like a mini sleepover? Uh, I, I, I think I'll be fine in my room. Alright, do we can talk about this in the morning? This is the most eventful, stupid night in the world. <laughs> she just kind of bangs her head on the against the wall. Does she still feel bad? Now this is going on. <laughs> we'll talk about this in the morning. Well, I'll help you clean up the blood. Tomorrow. Whose blood is it? I don't want to know. Uh, yeah. I really want to know. Actually, Kendra looks at it, makes a gesture, and the blood is washed off of the walls. What? Uh, uh, never mind. I shouldn't ask. I, I, I'll, I'll go ahead and give to both Azatha and uh, Talia. You recognize that's just prestidigitation. Oh, yeah. Oh, this Wait, oh, 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 her thing. Okay. When Azatha goes back into her room, she's just going to stare up at the ceiling before she goes to sleep for quite a while. <laughs> okay. I think we can go ahead and move on to the next morning. Nothing else will happen that evening. Eventually, you will all wake up mostly rested, if not entirely reassured. Oh, you got like, minimal sleep last night because she was, uh, there were some nice periods in the middle of the night where she just kind of woke up with the feel bad. Aw. Aw. 
She's an easy-to-make-feel-bad little person. Okay, so we are now on to the morning of Moon Day, the 20th of Calistral. Hmm. Eventually, Eklund, you will wake up at the, uh, at the laughing demon. I, I want to have him stay there for a bit. Okay, that's fine. Talia's kind of just by the door waiting for him to come back. Aww. She feels really bad. Kendra will address the three of you then and say, Well, Eklund didn't seem to come back last night. I hope he's safe. What do you all plan to do today? Talia, you mentioned earlier that you might want to... uh, You might let me read uh, my father's journal. Yes, I can go here. She fish through some things and hand it to her. I, I appreciate that. Of course, if you would like to use his library to to, to research things, you're you're welcome to do so. I yeah, just that's what I think we should be doing today. Hmm. Trying to find some more things out. Uh, Lyris and Azatho, what do you two wish to do today? I don't know. Uh, well, I don't... Mm, well, Azatha, in the first morning, she kind of, like, trudges downstairs, probably didn't get as much sleep as she would have liked. She grabs... If there... There probably is some coffee. <laughs> there is. There is absolutely coffee and food, and although it is... It's the food that you expect to find, not... Meat. Not my, like, actual native food. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd probably grab some coffee, um, just, like, do the regular morning thing while you're just basically sitting down doing nothing for an hour. Sure. Then after a bit, she probably will ask Kendra, Hey, you don't, um, do you have a library? Yes, of course. Uh, I I had just told Talia that, because Talia had asked about using it to research some of some of the topics that uh, apparently you had questions about from reading Father's Journal. Oh, of course. I have a um, library. There are there are also, here in town, there are fairly extensive records kept at the town hall. The town council, would you need to consult them to get permission to look through those records, but it's possible that you could do so. Oh, I'm just looking for general reading stuff. Do you mind if I take a look at yours? Not at all. Uh, it was they, the other options would be you might also find a a fairly extensive library either at the Temple of Phrasma or there is a schoolhouse. Um, it's run by uh, Alandru Gorovin. Alandru is a wizard. I've... I've studied with him when I was younger, before I've broken off to do my own research, but he has a fairly extensive library. Uh, he might be willing to let you use some of that, although he typically will charge for doing so. Interesting. Yeah, I'll probably check that out later today, but for now, Azatha is going to browse through Kendra's library. Okay. Hey, um, actually, Kendra? Yes? Quick, quick question. Do you know somewhere I could get a letter to Verisia? Uh, well, you could ask around in the, at, at the Laughing Demon. The fastest way, though, would probably be to put 
a notice on the posts that are in the town square saying that you're looking for a messenger and someone who is traveling could could come through. I don't know if anyone would actually trust me. I mean, as long as you're willing to pay to send the note, then... Fair. Alright, thank you. What does Alirus want to do today while Kendra, or while Talia and Azatha are visiting the library? I'm not yet. Hmm. I'm waiting for Eklund. Okay. Well, I'm asking about intentions for the day, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not 100% sure. Maybe she'd just sit down for a bit, try to relax, and practice her craft. Okay. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's what she's going to do today. Okay. Uh, actually, um, I'm sorry to ask, to ask you one more question, Kendra. Sure. Um, would it be okay if we could maybe invite Anton and Lufer over later to look with us? Oh, certainly. <gasps> the guys with the puppy! Yeah. That sounds fun. You know, they seem... You know, they seem knowledgeable. They seem like they might be able to help us out. Alright. And yeah, for a bit, Talia's gonna be by the door. Okay. Eklund, how long do you plan to stay at the... at the inn? <clears throat> I imagine he wakes up, like... Maybe at their equivalent of 10.30, because uh -huh. he was hungover. Like, he got to that point around 1 in the morning and just passed out. Sure. When he wakes up, he's sitting at the table they sat in last time, where when they were talking to Anton and Luther, and just staring at the door, staring at the door in the direction of um, the outward end. He he you uh he can also be seen counting and pocketing a lot of the small crystals that he cries. Okay. Uh, are you just gonna stay there until someone comes and finds you then? Uh, well he he does order breakfast. He gets a bowl of corpse chowder, though he doesn't. Okay. I, I got the Raven Grow page open. He doesn't seem to want. He doesn't seem to be eating much, but he knows that if he eats now, he'll feel better later. Sure. So I did not eat breakfast. All right, so, you know, it gets to be, you know, fairly late morning. Eklund still has not returned. That's it. I'm finding him. Hey, can I come with you? I yeah, don't really please. have a lot of plans. Oh, yeah, please. We can grab, we can find, we can maybe go check and see if we can find Anton and Lufer on the way. Yeah. Invite them back. And let's go. Uh, Zafa, do you want to come? I'm imagine she's just flipping through a couple books at this point. And she's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Hey. I was gonna say, or if you want to stay and do some research into the in the library, you can do that. Yeah, Zafa's thinking about it, but she she might as well go. She's thinking might might even get some more information out on the town. Hey, the more the merrier. So the three of you head out. Her first spot is we're going to the tavern. Okay. Eklund's also kind of hard to spot at first because he's got his hood pulled all the way up and he's like hunched under his cloak. He's trying to look as inconspicuous as he can, but he's definitely waiting for someone to come in the door. Well, there aren't that many people in the tavern because it's, it, you know, it's a fun, essentially it's Monday morning, so people are heading off to work. Then she bought you this cloak. She knows what it looks like. It's true. Uh, you get there. It is relatively scattered. There's about six people in the bar, not counting Zokar. Uh, you do not see his son at the moment. 
uh, you do notice that back over in the corner where you guys had been sitting with Anton and Luther, you do see a slumped over figure in a cloak that you are fairly certain is Eklund. Talia's walking over. Walking? Walking. Okay. Hey. Um, Eklund? Eklund just sighs heavily. I'm gonna mention he just, like, he quite literally stinks of alcohol. And he, he just, he just like, shifts his head just enough that he can see her. And also, I want to mention a detail about him. When his eyes are bloodshot, they appear, like, the emeralds appear to have cracked. But that doesn't actually, like, damage him. That's just what they look like when it, when he's, like, been, like, crying and drunk, which are two factors that I believe make your eyes bloodshot. Buddy, are you okay? Yeah. Let's go hop onto a chair so that she's more level. Like, standing on the chair, but I'm not good with this. I'm gonna try. Alright. Listen. I'm sorry I don't feel that way about you. As I said, I like someone else. But that doesn't mean I don't like being your friend. Mm. Adventures we've went on were really fun. And I don't want those to just end because of this. Eklund sighs and goes, um, I understand that. But it's just he um he slams his head down on his arms and is quite obviously crying again. But he goes, "I've never been lucky like that. Why should this have been any different?" Hey, um, I don't know if this is gonna help you feel a little better, but the it's not anything about you except for one thing: you really can't change. It's that you're a guy. He just sits up. Um, he he just kind of sits up and just goes, "Oh, I yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah." Looks confused, but actually a little bit relieved. It's nothing about this. So, wasn't me. It was I'm male. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, I've always I've gotten a few small little ones that you know never happened, but I've never actually had any sort of attraction to a guy. He just nods slowly and goes, "I guess I can understand that." I really am sorry. Honestly, I was worried it was something I'd said. No, well, I mean you have. I thought I I thought I'd give you away. <laughs> Look, you have horrible manners, but. <laughs> Does anyone want some bread? It's a bad time. Oh, it's insane. Oh, but we got like bread. Please don't leave us our friend group. Hey, why, why are you uh, bringing in your own bread and not eating my food, eh? Because this is my pride and joy, my bread cloak, and if I can't use it, what? Why? Why? I don't know. Because don't worry, you guys. I don't think I'll ever. Oh, I just run for the door. <laughs> I should have started by giving him the herbs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, 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 we're like, we're kind of ignoring the fact that he's probably had like at least five cocktails over the course of the night. <laughs> That's concerning. I, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't eat breakfast this morning. Um, I get some bread then. Actually, I'm going over to Comrade Mario. Okay, I'll just get my own he bread. Has a name. He does. I promise he does. I don't remember it. Comrade Mario. It is Zokar. I think it's on his token. You should be able to see it. Oh, yeah, Zokar. Comrade um, Mario is fun, though. So I don't remember what they have to eat. There's the uh, vampire steak. There are the werewolf balls. And then there's the uh, corpse chowder. 
Because the werewolf falls. Christian, what do I do? I want to know. I mean, the steak ended up being just a steak, and you had some of the corpse chowder the night before, or no, one of you did. Oh god, the vampire steak. That was the one where Eklund just made a friggin' mess of himself, and you guys were all like, I'm not hungry anymore. Oh, Talia just wasn't hungry because you literally got it, like, rare. And she's like, I cannot eat this. Yeah, can I just, um, can I have the corpse chowder? Yes, of course. Thank you. Alright, so you guys will get some breakfast. Lunch. You get some food. It's late morning, this is like... Brunch. Sounds right. Alright, so what do you do after that? Uh, let's go to the end. Let's see if they're there. And time leaf. I also would have given um uh, buddy, you feeling um better? Uh, here, have it. He just shoves them in his mouth and he goes, Well, now that I'm back to ground zero of not having eaten anything for three days, I think I'm good. That's not good. He's eaten in the last three days. He just let it all go behind the bar. <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. Talia is still not flying. Okay. Well, every now and then, like, flutter to get onto the chair, because she doesn't feel like, you know, pushing herself onto a chair. Like, the stool. Yeah. But she ain't flying. Like, if she's traveling, she's walking. Alright. Uh, you will all head out of the tavern. Thank you! And you're gonna make your way back over to the, uh, the Outward Inn? I actually probably be heading, um, I would tell everybody, Hey, I'm gonna check out that, uh, wizard guy. That Kendra was talking about. No? If I guess you can come if you want, that's but no. that's why. I, I thought we were gonna go. I I want stuff. Where are you guys? Going? I was gonna go get Anton and Lufer so that they could help us research. Oh yeah, right. Um, ignore I said all that because I forgot that's what we were doing. <laughs> when you get to the Outward Inn, um, it is noticeably quieter than when you were there the night before. Of course. I mean, obviously, there's no musicians playing. Uh, there is nobody in the common room when you get there. When you enter, there is a chime, and the uh, proprietress uh, will come back out and look at all of you and say, Can I help you with something? Uh, I, I, I saw that the four of you were here last night. Do you need a room? No, we were just here to um, see if our friends were here. Oh, and who are your friends? Uh, Anton and Lever. Ah, yes. The, uh, the gentlemen who were in... Yes. Well, they didn't check out, but they have both already left for the morning. Crap. Did you see a general direction they were going? Out? Right, yeah. Uh, thank you. They, 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 they went out the door. I couldn't see beyond the door to see where they would have been going. I'm sorry. Well, thank you so much. We'll have to actually come back here for the night for some festivities. It looked really fun here last night. Yes. Hopefully tonight we don't have... Uh, a Sturge attack outside. Yeah. Tilt. Yes, let's. And then she'll turn around and walk out the door. Eklund, once he learned they weren't there, already left, and is standing in the, like, is that in the town square? It takes me a second to pull up the map. Yeah, I mean, if once you go out of the outward end, you're basically looking out onto the town square. So he is in the square, like, looking around at every building, trying to catch a sign of Anton or Luther. Okay. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Bested 22 on perception. Okay. Um, no, you don't really see, like, again, it's it's a moonday morning, so there's not a lot of people out on the streets at all. Uh, you do still see that old dog underneath the uh, gazebo. 
Well, wait a second. Before Talia comes out, I'd probably leave like a little bit before Alaris and um, Talia came out of the um, speaking to the person behind um, the bar in the inn. Um, I'd probably go out to Eklund, find Eklund real quick. And be like, hey, uh, so those, uh, crystally things, you aren't really doing anything with those, are you? Eklund just kind of looks up like he was startled and just looks like, you want some? Red, we are- Red! Did sure. He goes, what in the world would you want with Oread tears? <laughs> Red! I- I- I shrug. Don't worry, I have nothing sinister in plan. I just thought it would be kind of funny. Funny? This is Ten literally the embodiment of my sadness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. She, she, she. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Um, she, she kind of looks away and said, "Oh, oh, 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 so, sorry about that." Did, didn't really think about it's it that way. Whatever. I'm carrying like a pound of them by this point. And just uh, just like takes out an entire handful of them and drops them in her hand before walking away. <laughs> kind of in a huff. Her eyes light up and she pockets them all. <laughs> Could I do some kind of spellcraft check and see if they're useful in magic? But they shouldn't be. They're just, they're basically quartz. Yeah. Like, I mean, they might be useful as a spell component, but, you know, they're not, like, especially valuable. So. Oh, okay. If anything, I can just put it, put them on my Netflix, uh, on, on a necklace or something and be like, these are the tears of my enemies. <laughs> or friends, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Netflix. Alright, they aren't there. Um, oh god, if I were them, I would Alright, let's go check the memorial. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. But isn't there like a way we can go check it by going past Kendra's? Uh, in fact, you would almost have to. That's what I'm thinking, because maybe they went to meet up with us at her home, and we might miss them. Yeah, so at heading out of the town square, uh, the main road goes past Kendra's home. Say so the memorial is Q on the map. Kendra's home is N. Alright, yeah. So Talia, once again, is walking. Okay. So are you all gonna just head that way? Yeah. I'm just kind of following everyone else at this point. Okay. You will, uh, you'll make your way down there. Sorry, I, I misspoke. The memorial is O. The Q on the map is the house you were at last night. So I guess I do have a question of how do you intend to uh, get over there without walking through Gibbs? I give two craps and we'll walk right past his house. Which house are we going to? The Lord uh, right. No, we're walking past uh, Gibbs. Okay. Because Talia is right now walking with confidence of 5,000 soldiers. All right, so you make your way... Yeah, she's marching right past his house. So you will make your way down through the main square. You walk past the Lorimore household. You go off towards the west, cut across through Gibbs's field, and head over to the memorial. Mm-hmm. All right. When you get to the memorial, it is much the way it was uh, when you left it, although it looks like overnight someone may have come and washed the uh, washed the V off of the memorial. Um, alright, so there's nothing on it? Not at the moment. Alright, do I see Anton Arlever? Nope. <sighs> alright, back we go. Alright, where are you going now? Back to Kendra's home. Okay. 
I know she knows magic. Kendra does know magic. I'd probably stop by the wizard guy. Okay, so the the wizard guy's house is up at the northern end of town. So it's not on the way. You would have to basically, when everyone else stops at the house, you keep on going. Yeah, that's what I do. I just give them a heads up and like, hey, you can come with me if you want, but I'm going to see if this magic guy knows anything. All right, then we're not stopping at Kendra's because I was going to ask if she had a way to like message them. Mm. Oh. Oh, okay. That's fine. You don't have to come with me if you want, but... I, uh, I'd rather. Alright. Clint wants to keep looking around the town for Anton and Luther. He's a very single-minded guy. Uh, Eklund, Illyris, let's, let's split it down the middle. Uh, Mina's off, I can go find out the wizard guy, try to talk to him, get some research started. You guys try to find them. If you can find them, come meet us with them. Okay. Eklund kind of, he has this weird look on his face and he goes, Actually, do you think I could look for them alone? No. What? No. <laughs> no. I'm not trusting you alone. Because why not? Run, we're friends. I don't trust any of us alone, including myself. I mean, terrible things have been happening. Exactly. We're doing the buddy system for safety. Hey, buddies. Going for Lyris. Got you a nice bottle of alcohol or something. Or some bread. Well, just kind of sighs and he goes, fine. Alright, so are you all- are, are you gonna split, or are you all going to go to, up to the, uh, the Wayward Scroll? Split. Clint's gonna split off. Okay. I'm telling Lyris to stick with him. Or, sorry, the Unfurling Scroll. Eh. We'll deal with the two going to the Unfurling Scroll second. Let's first follow Lyris and Eklund. The ease. We split the party, and that's probably not the best, but... <laughs> that's why I was insisting... Alaris, go with. <laughs> Alright. Oh, yeah. Where are you guys heading to look for them? I figured uh, we might just try, like, the town square first. What buildings are those? D-H-I-F-K-D and J, I think. Alright, so... I figure out which one of those they'd be in. Probably not the sure, four. Well, circling around the town square. So there's the Laughing Demon, obviously. D is the town hall. F is the general store. G is the blacksmiths. Mm -hmm. H is the apothecary. I is the jail. And J is the, the the sign over it is called, says it is the silk purse. So where would you like to head into first? I mean, it's it's daytime, so you know, everything's open for business. Yeah, so the, uh, Blue just put in the chat that they're probably trying to read the records at the town hall. Okay. I think we should go there. That's that's like the southeast corner of the town square, right? Yep. So yeah, Eklund's gonna go to the town hall first. Entering the town hall. So it's a fairly large building. You see that there are about a dozen pews. Like it almost looks like it could be set up as a church, but there's there's a dozen benches that kind of face a basically a stage. Or, um, and up on the stage, there are a number of, uh, bookshelves. There are a couple of tables and chairs. When you, uh, open up the doors to the town hall, uh, you don't see anyone in there at the moment, actually. I, I want to poke around and see if, 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 is there anyone in the whole building? Because, I mean, what, again, Eklund's single-minded dude, it's like, there's no one in the... It's like, there's no one in the main room. Him, I'm gonna open every side room and kick down the door to every bathroom just to make sure it's really empty. 
Okay. After a little while, uh, there will be someone who... You, you do find someone. And there is a middle-aged man. He is uh, looks somewhat dashing, although he has a little bit of gray in his mustache. Um, and and he, he, he sees you and says, Can I help you? We have the picture of him yet? Oh, yeah. Uh, we do not have a picture of him. Uh, you do actually recognize him, though. He was one of the people... Well, you don't know his name, but he was one of the people at the professor's funeral. Oh, uh... Oh, we're just for our friends. I think we have him in our journal. He just doesn't have a face. Yes, uh, it is Garen Murakar. That's what I thought. Yep. Can't pronounce that. <laughs> Eklund just... Um, Eklund goes... Have you seen two men come in here? One of them's like super pale with yellow eyes. And, um, actually, uh, he goes, one of them's uh, super pale, yellow eyes, white hair, about shoulder length. Uh, usually wears sort of fancy clothes, a bit effeminate looking, a little bit taller than me. Like he goes into this very long description that kind of leaves Alira scratching her head. Only furthered by the fact that just to describe Luther, he says, accompanied by a big one with a wolf. I can't say that uh, two gentlemen of that description have been into the in in here today. He just swears in terror and under his breath and goes, "I'm sorry, we've been looking for them around town all morning." I understand, but um, sorry, they 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 aren't here. Oh, okay. Um, it was worth checking, though. Certainly. Uh, you should. Are 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 you and your friends going to be sticking around the town for a while then? Probably. <laughs> just shrugs. Weren't we supposed to stay for a month, guys? Oh, hey, while we're here, can I offer some bread? Uh, certainly. All right, then. Don't get dirt. So I should roll a d6 to make sure it's not dirt. You should. And that is a five. Okay. So that means I'm good, right? Yep. All righty, then. Some bread. Can I get your names? I, I wasn't able to get them during the professor's funeral. Although I was very impressed by your eloquence, young man. Those words do not go together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So just kind of shrugs bashfully, and um, he just goes to Eklund. And you, my dear, and he uh, goes over, and as you hand him the bread, he takes Alyris's hand and, you know, kind of does the putting a kiss on the back of your hand thing. Oh. <laughs> Azatha just, like, slams down the door. <laughs> the gentleman. Dear God. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's a gentleman. If she was there, she would have been staring him down. Okay. All right, we will cut away from the two of them and head over towards the two of you heading over to the unfurling scroll. Oh, right, right before we walk in, I'm casting spell, because maybe we'll have to make a diplomacy check that fast. <laughs> Possible. Uh, as you walk in, uh, you can hear the voice of a older man speaking in... You're not actually sure. It's not a language I think either of the two of you speak. What's the language? Uh, it is Thessalonian. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't speak that. Yeah, and he's, he, he sounds like he's lecturing. And as you walk into the room, you see that there are three, not children, but uh, probably about 13, 14-year-old aged individuals, including uh, Peverin, the uh, son of Zokar. We keep it at a wrong time. And they're, 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 they're sitting there with parchment and quills while he is lecturing them in some language. Came out the wrong time, Azatha. And he looks up and says, 
Uh, we're in the middle of a lesson, but is there something that I can help the two of you with? Oh, no, 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 it's, it's not that urgent. Um, yeah, we can come back later if that's a better time. Very well. You can tell that there are additional rooms to this building outside of the main room where the where he's teaching, but... Yeah, Azatha just doesn't don't want to interfere, so she's planning on coming back later. Okay. We're, we're sorry for interrupting. He kind of makes a dismissive gesture and returns to his lecture. You did notice that there were hopeful looks on the faces of the children, though, when you were when when you interrupted. Or what looks? Hopeful. Oh. Yes, I could have. Actually, if she saw that, if I would have seen this before we said that. Uh huh. It will. Hold up. It won't take long. We just had a question we'd like to ask. Oh uh, yes. Go ahead. We know you have a. Okay. Pause for a sec so I don't mess this up. <laughs> the library, right? That's what we heard about. Mm-hmm. Pretty good library. Mm-hmm. All right. What would be the best word to flatter someone about having an amazing library? Ooh, you better do that because. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I I cast a spell for a reason. It wasn't that long. Yeah. Well, I've heard um word around the town that you have a quite a nice place here. Kendra told you that she had was a former student of his. So, you could always name drop her and say that... So, um, we've been staying with Kendra for a little bit, and, uh, me and Safa here were... Ah, yes, she was, she was a remarkable student. A shame about what happened to her father. Not that I we know. got along very well, but, uh, I, I respected his, his mind, if, if I didn't always agree with him. Uh, we were just wondering if we could, uh, use the library to research some personal things. Oh, well, puzzling. You're the second person who's come in to request that today. Second? Yes, there's there's a another young man who's here who's going through the, the, the books right now. Awesome. No, I... I didn't I? I said awesome. Well, I mean... Yes, we, I do have an extensive library, and I have been known from time to time to make it available to other seekers of knowledge outside of my regular students. Don't think that I've forgotten about it. We're not, we're not done with today's lesson. The spell's gonna wear off. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I, I certainly could allow you to use my library. Um, I would ask uh, for a, a a token payment, simply to to show that that in, to cover any incidental damage that might happen to the scrolls or books, you do know those are such a rare resource, of course. Yes, I know. Of yes, course. of course. So, how much we talk? How much would that be? Ten gold pieces, please. I can pay. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll give him the gold. Okay. I took it off my I pay. kind of want to um, see if he'll accept um, no. rock guy tears, no. but... Holly's <laughs> kind of like pushing her hand. I, I, I can like imagine that you're like reaching Wait, for no, she back. doesn't know though. Oh, she doesn't know. Oh, no. You can ask. She doesn't know. <laughs> you can ask. She's still not flying, I'll tell you. So weird. Um, but, um, her, Azatha's hand kind of, like, goes in her pocket, she thinks for a second, decides against it. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, yes, it's right through, through the curtain back there. Um, just let the, uh, young man who's back there know that I've given you permission as well. 
Case test. And if uh, some, if uh, two people walk in, one of them is going to be wearing a cloak. He's going to look suspicious. He's not. And a girl with a very flamboyant cloak come in uh, there with us. <laughs> very well. Well, uh, as long as you don't uh, continue to interrupt the lesson, that's all fine. Yes, I'm so sorry. Thank you. And Talia will speed walk in. Okay. And you will get back there and you will see that Anton is there and has has his head, you know, <laughs> has his head in one book. Meanwhile, his crow is on the table and is flipping through the pages of another book as well. <laughs> oh my god. I don't see that every day. <laughs> ah, my friends, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you too. She will walk over. Oh, hello. So when we returned to the inn last night, I was asking the other people around if there was any place that, you know, a learned man could possibly find anything interesting, and they directed me over here. Of course, this oaf outside uh, asked for an exorbitant fee of ten gold pieces, although I was able to convince him to allow me to uh, examine his materials free of charge. No, he is magic. I, I should have offered up the rock tears. Come on. Oh, wait, you have rock tears? Wait, no, no, no. That's just me as a person. I, n- I never said. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did not say that in character. <laughs> wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. How did you convince him? Oh, well, I have certain gifts, and his eyes kind of glint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He is I didn't know that glint. She this. That's a glint she does. Whenever she's done some trickery to get away with something, she knows what this is. <laughs> magic is, I mean, what is using magic really? It's when you cast a spell. Well, if you want to get technical about it. <laughs> <laughs> she's a sarcastic little thing, I'm not gonna lie though. And you're like, I mean, I had used magic to be ready to negotiate, but nothing. I simply reminded him of our long and abiding friendship, and he allowed me back here. You don't even know him, do you? Uh, I mean, no, but that doesn't mean he can't be a long and a- we can't have a long and abiding friendship. <laughs> well, he's just- she just is grinning. Magic. Yes, no, I was- I was looking through. I- I couldn't help but, uh, see what of interest he had, and I saw that there was- some records about the prison among these books, so I thought I would go ahead and start to investigate that. Yeah, we were actually looking for you earlier. Oh, well, I'm... Could it be possible for... Because we're not going to do much in the town hall for, like, at least Eklund, if not Eklund and Alirus to, like, show up trying to meet the party back together. Shortly, yes, but... Okay. Not this fast. You've been searching. So, yeah, though, like, she's just happy. Where, where are the other two? I'm looking for oh, you guys. well... I'm here. Uh, Luther had gone over to the temple to see if the, what the, what records the temple might have. Ah, uh, um, we were about to look through Kendra's library. Kendra's, Kendra's library? Was it her father's library? I guess it's hers now, but... Well, yes. For the records that she had, partly because that's the easiest way to hide from feelings. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you'd wish to hide from feelings, but... It's just, yeah, awkward conversations of the party members. Um... Well, in any case, let's just say well, I'm done. Did you come across anything interesting about the prison? I I had just gotten started. All right, um, if we have some free time afterwards, do you guys think we could maybe um, do a little bit of research on us uh, about the ghosts? Certainly. Oh, you don't know. No. 
I point um Azaka is probably just gonna go through the aisles looking for stuff now. Sorry, I can do a quick explanation here. Uh so- we're gonna come cut back. Um so after leaving the town hall, where would Illyris and Eklin have gone next? Uh I was thinking we could just like I, I want to have a meet back up because it's not like we're doing much. So I imagine they'd be trying to go find. Um, I want to have Eklin be trying to find the other guys again. Like we had no luck, but I like. I kind of like. He's also. I mean, he still carries a torch for Talia, so he could be like, "I wanted to help you too." Okay. Mm. So I was gonna say. I mean, if we want to have you guys check out the other shops, there is, you know, stuff you might learn there. But I'm fine with you also just kind of fast forwarding and saying. You look in, none of them have seen Anton or Luther, and then you 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 knew that they were headed to the the school. So so we can we can catch up with that. So everyone will end up meeting back at the unfurling scroll. When the two of you arrive, Alandru doesn't even acknowledge you. He continues on with the with the lesson and just kind of waves the two of you towards the back. He was just like, Oh for God's sake. <laughs> just go with it. So when um, Eklund comes into the back, uh, he's like, he's like, hey, like, I, I, just, I imagine him like, I don't know, maybe he's like messing with the bag of like the tear bag, like his, the, the crystals. And he's like, hey, we had no, sees Anton reading the book, drops it on the floor, luck. <laughs> he just goes, why am I always in the wrong place at the wrong time? Well, you're here now. <laughs> so grab a book. We were looking into the, uh, the history of the prison. Tali just tosses him a book. Um, Eklund, staring at Anton, gets hit upside the head with it. All right. Dude, do I have to study? Yes. <laughs> it's a party. Eklund is very good at lurking. He opens the book and he just goes, oh, not very good at reading. What? <laughs> he goes, he goes, I can read. I'm just not good at it. I'm very slow. <laughs> yeah, I, I li- I've lived... <laughs> Stop laughing! I'll have a resist. We're going to say then that you're going to spend most of, you know, several hours going through the library looking for any information that you're able to find about the Harrowstone prison. So I need from everyone in the party either a knowledge history or a knowledge local check. You get you will get a plus two because of the resources of the library. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't have it. If you do not have it. All you can do is, using that plus two and whatever your intelligence bonus is, attempt to aid one of the other people who is who is going to be the primary. I'll do a local, because I have a plus seven. Could I persuade you to do a knowledge arcana for any other kinds of books that might be useful? Not in here. All right. Uh, so yeah, I got a, a plus seven. So Azatha will be able to aid. Uh. I think Elias might want to eat because I have like a plus seven, so I don't know. Maybe it's a yellow. I don't know. Were you trying to be a primary researcher, or did you want to aid? I was planning on being a primary researcher, but if 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 this doesn't work, I, I'll just switch to helping someone. Okay. So then, what was uh, your first roll? Uh, thirteen. Okay, and then you have an additional plus two, so you will have a total of fifteen. I think I think if Eklund, if we're doing like helper or main, Eklund's going to be a helper because, like I said, he can't read very well. Okay. Which is annoying, because I'm used to playing characters. Like, he has high enough intelligence, he just lives in the woods, but I'm used to playing characters who are like, like, my first was a wizard, and she was this super genius. <laughs> and to have yeah. him just be, like, leaning over to Anton, like, so what's this long word? All right. So, uh, Azatha, uh, who do you wish to aid? Do you, uh, I'm assuming, was we know Alyris was going to be a primary. 
Yeah, all eight Alyrus. Okay, so that will take Alyrus' total up to 17. I'm going to be primary, too. Hmm. Um, Eklin, right. why don't you go ahead and give me a roll to see if you're able to aid? Roll do I do? Uh, intelligence, since you don't have, unless you have history or uh, local. Six. Okay, you are not able to aid. I'll... He can't read. He's just, or he can, but he's like, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll help. Right. So what's that word that says science? What about Talia? I'm going to try to be a primary. Okay. I don't get any bonuses from friends. All right, well, then you will get a plus two from the library. Ooh, That's a... I rolled a 19 for a 28 because of the plus two. Okay. And Anton would also have intended to be a primary. He is going to get a plus two from the library, and he's also getting a plus two being aided by his bird. Uh, his plus four, he doesn't do great. He rolled a six. He, he rolled a six for a total with the plus four of 17. So I find the most. Find the most. Here is what you are able to find, and I will also add all of this into your journal, but let's go ahead and read it for the benefit of the audience. Let me pull up your research so I remember what you've already discovered about Harrowstone. Discovered a lot, bro. I rolled a really good local. Ah, well, you find um, everything there already was to know about Harrowstone, but in addition, you are able to find information about the five prisoners. Oh, yes, I've been looking for these. Talia's writing down notes while doing this. What you are able to discover is that originally Harrowstone housed only local criminals, so only criminals that were local to this area, but as the prison's fame spread, other counties and even areas outside of Ustalov began paying to have more dangerous criminals housed within the prison walls. Uh, at the time of the fire, the number of violent or dangerous criminals imprisoned within the dungeons was at an all-time high. So there were five... The five most notorious prisoners in Harrowstone at the time of the fire were known by the nicknames of Father Charlatan, the Lopper, the Mosswater Marauder, the Piper of Illamarsh, and the Splatterman. And you rolled high enough that you will have been able to uncover the information about one of them. I'm going to ask you to bounce me a... Well, actually, because we can take advantage of roll 20 and its ability to generate random numbers you couldn't actually create on a die. Bounce me a d5. In future days, I will let you choose who you're researching, but today, you know, it was... This is the one that you managed to find the information about today. Also coming down from her being a saddened, like really a saddened. Right. Uh, so you find information about the Mosswater Marauder. That's such a creepy name. Uh, the Mosswater Marauder. He sounds like a Batman villain. Kind of. <laughs> well, and these were nicknames, they're, they're, they're not their actual names. That would be a really sad actual name. His actual name <laughs> was Ispin Onyx Cudgel. He was a dwarf. Five years before his hometown of Mosswater was destined to be overrun and ruined by monsters from the nearby river, Ispin Onyx Cudgel was a well-liked artisan and a doting husband. When he discovered his wife's infidelity, he flew into a jealous rage and struck her dead with his hammer, shattering both her skull and his own sanity with one murderous blow. What? He literally oh, killed God. his wife because she can't have kids? Infidelity, not infertility. Infidelity means she was cheating on him. Okay. All right. I was so confused. <laughs> like, wow, he deserved to die. No, no. Infidelity. And that's why it was a jealous raid. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. So racked with shame and guilt, Ispin became convinced that if he could rebuild his wife's skull, she would come back to life. What? But. Uh... Oh. 
at the site of her murder, he was unable to find one fragment of her skull. So, instead, Ispin became the Mosswater Marauder. Over the course of several weeks, this dwarf stalked and murdered nearly 20 people while searching for just the right skull fragment. Oh god. He was captured just before murdering the daughter of a visiting nobleman from Varno, and then was taken to Harrowstone the same night that he was captured. It's not good. Like I said, I'll put all of this in your journal. Uh, and like I said, in future nights, you will be able to... Future research checks, you'll be able to specify, this is the prisoner I want to find information about. Keep it PG. Keep it PG. Don't curse. <laughs> that laugh was evil. I thank you. So that's disturbing. Because, like, I imagine Tully's, like, reading this out loud for them, and, like, as she's reading it, it's like, oh. You can just, you can hear the dread increasing in her voice as she's reading it out loud. Like, oh god, oh god, oh god. Yeah, and so Talia reads all of this to all of you. That's disturbing. Oh dear gods. That is something. Desna, please. I don't even know. Desna, what the fudge. As she finishes, as you finish your day of research, and... Anton is just kind of looking up, you know, with a slightly horrified expression on his face as you're going through all of this. Yeah, that's a, this isn't good. He, he, he then mutters to himself, well, I suspect that we've, uh, the, uh, old fool outside is probably going to want to kick us out of here soon because it is getting dark out. And also... He probably isn't too thrilled that you charmed him. That too. So... We should probably call it a night and go and retrieve Luther from the temple. Yeah. Eklund's kind of giving Anton at the mention at the mention of like that's uh, like uh, charming the researcher dude. Eklund just gives him this weird, almost accusatory look, and then um, as the rest of the group kind of gets ready to go, Eklund just trying not to be noticed slaps himself hard across the face before standing up. Did he? Did you actually hear that though? Hear what? Didn't think. Oh yeah, I don't um, think about you weren't in the room yet the guy, when you mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, no, yeah, I, that was just when he just, me and Tony were Oh, I thought he there. just said. Thought well, he just I just said, said like. Oh. Well, I just but, said. Yeah, yeah, I thought somebody just said the guy that you charmed, and he said that too. Right. I oh, did. sorry, I completely missed That's that. True. Yep, that happened. So. So I definitely noticed this because she's keeping an eye on Eklund. Feels bad. Kali, give me a sense motive check. Oh, shoot. I am very good at these things. Mm-hmm. Of course, we Let's all do know. good. Actually, I am not very good at sense motive. I have a plus one. Yeah. Oh, God, this is going to end the battle. I got a four. No. So I will tell you this much, Talia. You don't think that Eklund is acting out of character. He doesn't seem to be acting like he's been charmed. Oh, I know. Okay. I'm keeping an eye on Eklund because she still feels bad. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, but so in any case, we should probably go and leave here and retrieve Luther. Perhaps we could all head back over to the Lorimore place if there was more that you wished to do there. Yeah. Although I really do wish that we had access to some sort of weapons or tools we could use to help, because it sounds like we're going to be dealing with. Oh, you're mentioning you're you're hinting at the false script, aren't you? We told them about the false crypt we read about in the journal. You have not. We have told them almost everything we read in the journal. Oh, well, if you've told him about the journal, the false script, then he's going to say, Oh, yes, no, I'm not hinting. I'm actually outright saying that we should really go and check that out. Uh, 
<laughs> and perhaps under the cover of night would be the perfect time. I kind of want to go talk to Father Grimsborough before we do that. Not, not asking permission, but get on his good side. Well, that's wonderful because that's where Luther is. So why don't we head over to the Temple of Phrasma? Sure. And uh, tomorrow maybe I can just offer myself to help them heal if they ever need it. So as the five, six of you, if you count the bird. I'm counting the bird. As the five of you plus Anton's bird, who he still has not told you the name of, head over to the Temple of Phrasma, we will go ahead and wrap it up there. Until next time, keep an eye open for mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrion Crown, The Haunting of Harrowstone, was written by Michael Cortez. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at The Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes or Google Play. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server, which is very active, and you can chat with the Rainbow Squad at The Untold Stories Project, or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.